Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama Tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Yo! Happy Tuesday. Happy NLCS Drama Day. Happy opening night in the NBA. Happy everything. Happy everything today. Happy 15th anniversary, Carlos Beltran, when you looked at that curve from Adam Wainwright and walked off the field. Happy anniversary. Big day for everybody, Mike Harmon. Everybody's got a day to celebrate today. 
Well, you know, Beltron, part of some other uh, storylines. Uh, Wainwright's uh, still pitching 15 uh, years later. I mean, it is a really strange world that we live in. And obviously, over the last couple of hours, it's something we talk about all the time on the show, Jason. As we break down games in, in live and in living color, right? As you and I opened the show, Boston up to one, fifth inning on the Astros. And so anything we say is framed as here's when we're saying it. Likewise, everybody that's a Dodger fan, Dodger hater, that decided to take to Twitter and start hammering every at bat, every pitching change, every missed call, whatever, it's all lives in that moment. It's a nice little vacuum. And then life still happens and things unfold. So people are, you know, coming back on, wow, I really jumped the gun. It's like, no, in that moment, you had hate in your heart. You got to let it out. You got to let it out. <laughs> Here's so, what's Dave Roberts' fault. I'm going to list everything. It's all no, Dave right. Roberts' fault. <laughs> right. It just became this laundry list. I'm like, well, I didn't know yeah. you got that many characters. And then you said, well, I, I guess it's not that many characters. It's just a lot of lines and a very long tweet that essentially, I think if I map it out it just says blank you but it's just that kind of thing i read on cnn that shelves are empty in stores across the country it's dave roberts fault he didn't call in to get the trucks to get there with the new pallets and the new food he didn't do it in time it was awful everything is dead and then suddenly it wasn't right we'll get to opening night in the nba in a second but game three of the nlcs Everything you could possibly want. Yes, they played it at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. You know, the Lakers, the Lakers uh, have their opening night tonight. We don't want them playing. So let's put the Dodger game really, really early. So the Dodgers and Braves go at it in game three of the NLCS. The Braves up two games to none. A 2 o'clock local time uh, first pitch here in L.A. Yeah. And it was all Braves. The Braves had... Great calls, home plate umpire, should have punched out Jock Peterson in the big in the Braves' big four-run inning. Didn't happen. The Braves wind up with four. They're winning 5-2 in the eighth inning, and you're thinking, this is it. It's the end. i got to write my uh, the, the Dodgers obituary. This is a down three zip. They're done. What went wrong with L.A.? What happened? What? And then the bottom of the eighth inning. Dodgers get two on. Cody Bellinger up. Cody Bellinger, who has stunk all season. He's been terrible all year. He had a big hit to beat the Giants in the one game play in, in the came in up the big play. against the Cardinals, right? I mean, all of a sudden Cardinals in belly, but he was terrible, right? He's <laughs> awful. He's this. He's that. Oh my goodness, the Giant Bell. Now Bellinger's up bottom of the eighth inning, and of course, this happens. And a fly ball to right center field. It's well hit, and it is gone. A three-run home run for Bellinger. We've got a new game. It's tied at five. Charlie Steiner, AM570 LA Sports with the call. Mookie Betts will drive in the game-winning run a couple of batters later with a double. The Dodgers win it six to five. We'll have more on Betts in a couple of seconds, but just to I don't want to jump ahead before I go back to just just how bad Bellinger has been all year. And to suddenly and, and ev- I tell everybody, Bellinger stinks. He's not coming out of this. And he hasn't, right? He's been bad. He's not coming. But what about now? No. And and so many people I know that are just saying the same thing to me. All the Dodger fans I know. Just wait, he's gonna hit. Why? Because you think he's gonna hit because because it looked embarrassing if he doesn't. Oh, he's gonna hit. Just watch, just watch, just watch. That ball hadn't landed in the right center field over over the fence, and my phone is bzz, bzz, 
I told you so, you blankety blank. I told you. Postseason Bellinger, playoff belly, belly bomb, all the I'm going, oh my God, this is this is a great moment for everybody that I've told. Look, Bellinger just stinks, okay? Just suck it up. But uh, you know, listen, this is one of those how can you not be romantic about baseball? An MVP that has lost his job and was only playing because the Dodgers were riddled with injuries at the end of the year, gets three and now three and counting incredibly large hits in the postseason for the Dodgers. Whether it's the play-in game, whether it's the play, I said, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Hey, here's Bellinger now with a three-run homer that potentially changes the arc of the NLCS. The guy had nothing going on. He was not, he was going into next season going, if Bellinger's not any good, that's the guy you got to move out and you got to put somebody else in that can get hits because we can't have another year of Bellinger being that awful. I know, two years removed from MVP. And look at Bellinger now. He is the playoff hero for the Dodgers. How can you not be romantic about baseball? Absolutely amazing, right? From the welcome in from from Vin Scully, right? Zooming in from his home. Time for Dodger baseball and everybody losing their mind. Uh, They did not have a sellout. And obviously a late arriving crowd, right? Because everybody thought it's a night game. And then they said, oh, crap, it's 2 p.m. start. So uh, scrambling to get to the ball yard. They get the two-run home run from Seager to start things. And then with Charlie Morton, they let him off the hook. You had him on the ropes. You're punching him. And it's the ref's not stopping the fight. He's just like letting you land body blows in the way of walks. And then you don't finish the job. And then, well, the bats go silent after that early uh, good eye, good eye sequencing. And then you, you get to Cody Bellinger, and it's a, it's a ball that's up in the zone, right? He swung. It was unhittable. Missed, it was right? like, how yeah, does he hit like, that but pitch? like he swung from his heels, like uh, the the first strike in the at bat, swung from the heels. Like, all right, well, there's no question. Uh, is this not a hey, let's hit safely kind of scenario yeah. for Cody Bellinger? Well, that's clearly and, him. You watch him this postseason. Yeah. It's every at bat. He's trying to he's trying to get back. Murder four it. Months of yeah. of not hitting with one swing. I mean, he's swinging for the fences every time he comes up because you know, this is how I can make it. Uh, you know, working out a walk. No, no, no. I'm still going to try to do this. I mean, he's trying to do that, and still, you know, he winds up hitting that pitch that, that I don't know how he hit it. I really don't. That pitch rose so late, it broke up so late. It's a pitch you swing through, and instead he hammers it. And I'm shaking my head saying, I don't know how you hit that pitch. I I really don't. Jackson's got to be saying, you know what? You're the better man than me on that pitch. Because for you to be able to hit that, I don't know how you did, but you did. Especially with his long, looping swing that's got the big hole in it. And he's able to get up that high and extend and get that bat out so fast. I mean, that's the most stunning part of that home run was that it shouldn't have happened. Not on that pitch. Like, could I see Bellinger? Yeah. See him getting a nice low pitch, something, you know, extending his arms, getting him out. Yeah, but that pitch right there, that's not a home run pitch. That's not a pitch you hit for a home run and he hit it for a home run no and that that's one that i fully anticipated as it started to rise like he's going to swing through it and it's going to be oh the poison pens are out again instead deep drive and and eventually we're sweating jansen in the ninth but i mean you look at the box score like if you're keeping score at home it's one of those you need a second page because everybody plays everybody wins but bellinger one for three the three rbi he did draw a walk so that's something we've seen a couple of times because remember he did have he was terrible overall for the season obviously and then he was even worse in september he hit 115 we did this, you know, in the heroics against the Cardinals. He hit 115, and Taylor hit 105 for for the month of September. Yet they come up big in the in those moments. And now Bellinger, while it's not been 
fantastic. He's found his moments, right? Overall, there's still a lot of, wow, he's just swinging through stuff. He's not even close. Uh, But when he finds it, uh, deep drive, and all of a sudden, we've got ourselves a brand new series. I mean, go back there. I think there was one point in, there was a week, I think it was September, maybe late August, where he hit four home runs in a week. But I think he had five hits for the week. Right. But so it's like, all right, he's at least hitting home runs. But what does this mean? Well, here we are in the postseason. And without him, we're talking, uh, you know, the the fiddles are playing and and everybody's hand wringing. And, you know, Dave Roberts is the worst guy in the world. Instead, now in the postgame, as soon as the game ended, I'm listening to our 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 flagship AM 570 here. And it's like, it feels like the Dodgers have the lead one game to two. (laughs) I was like, wait, it certainly does. It certainly does. (laughs) But like just that momentum, the crowd, everything. It's just this moment of left for dead. And they, they went all undertaker and came right back up off the mat. Bong. Uh Oh, uh Oh, it's the big man. It's the dead man. He's back. And you know, you could even say, all right, well, we have our ACE going tomorrow. Uh, The Braves don't know who's going to pitch tomorrow. And yeah. the Dodgers are trotting out Urias, who hopefully is having a better uh, game than he had in game two and coming in for that inning. But the Dodgers clearly, you know, I always say I, I subscribe to the theory of small ball in the playoffs, the next day starting pitcher, all of these things. And the Dodgers have that going on right now. Um, but the other thing I want to get to, because th- this is going to get lost in Bellinger's heroics, and, and it should, because for Bellinger, I mean, look, the guy's an MVP. It, it's you know, We didn't expect it, and it happened. But as I said, it was two batters later with a game still 5-5. Mookie Betts comes up, Chris Taylor on second, and then the game is untied. Betts with a fly ball to right, and it drops in for a base hit. It's going to roll to the wall. Taylor scores. Betts is at second base. The Dodgers with four in the eighth. Now lead the Braves six to five. Fly, fly ball to right it was. Fly. Charlie Steiner again on AM570. <laughs> you know, I said this the other night, but it bears repeating because it, 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 the more time goes on, this is this is one of the most on-the-nail on the um, analysis that, that I, I think I've made in baseball in recent history is that, you know, Mike Trout gets a lot of attention being the best player in the game and how good he is, you know, all around. And there's a lot of good all-around players, a lot of great all-around players. But your legend is always made by succeeding in the postseason. You don't always have to be a guy that hits 40 home runs, knocks in 125 runs, and it's 330. Sometimes the all-around guy that plays incredibly good defense and that's the top of the lineup and is a 30, 80, 300 guy and comes through in the playoffs uh, there's your best all-around player in the game. And Mookie Betts has been that guy for five years now. Not only has he been incredible in the regular season, but when the playoffs come, that's Mookie time. And you see again today, he's two for three with two walks, drives in the game-winning run in the eighth inning. He's Derek Jeter. You, I mean, Derek Jeter, of course, playing for the Yankees, got all of the publicity. The Yankees went to the World Series all the time, and Jeter was his own icon, right? He was at his own energy around him. Mookie Betts is the same guy. Mookie Betts, there's times when I look at Mookie Betts and I think this is the best player I've seen in I don't know how many years in Major League Baseball because he's always going to make the right play, and he's always going to come through in the clutch. And that's what I felt about Jeter watching him in big moments in the playoffs. He's going to come up with the right play here. And sometimes the right play is i got to make sure I hit behind the runner to get this run to, to, to get him over to third so we can win the game. Sometimes it's I got, I'm just going to get a, a dying quail that's going to bring a run in because I don't want to try to yank the ball over the fence. He always is going to make the right play. This is where I have to score 
score on this single no matter where it is because there's two outs and I got to be able to get around third. All these things, Jeter makes made the right play at the right time all the time, and I always was confident he was going to do that. I feel that way about Mookie Betts, that when there is a big moment, he's going to come through, whether it's a base hit, whether it's a base running play, whether it's a big throw from the outfield to keep a runner from scoring. Anytime Mookie Betts is going to make those plays, and I look at him and I go, it's like watching Derek Jeter because now he's about midway through his career with what you're going to see, and his resume is dotted with all kinds of great postseason moments already, and they're just continuing on for Mookie Betts. And I, I don't think we talk about him enough as being the best player, the best all-around player in Major League Baseball. Well, and this is where people now will fire back, and I expect it. How about a fresca at Swollen Dome? Wasn't he a cheater? It's like, well, it's part of that team. So, yeah, go go ahead. Have your fun. Uh, but we watch him dominate. And even today, he loses a ball in the sun, and he just flipped up his arms like, I got no idea. <laughs> like, and it was just cool the way he did it. Plays it on the bounce, but just, uh, I don't know, no panic, no whatever. Uh, but he's a guy that has come through in the clutch so many times. The arrival here in Los Angeles, you know, when, when we talk about the city of stars, and, and a guy that, you know, is, is, he's cool. I, I, I keep stumping for Tim Anderson uh, of the White Sox, and Mookie Betts is right there with him. Guys that, you know, the, the rest of the sporting universe needs to, to pay a little more attention to, and certainly Mookie coming through again today. Uh, they'll have a chance tomorrow to add to that resume. You know, after the Red Sox and Astros play at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific time. Trash scheduling Major League Baseball. Sorry, I had to do that on the way out. <laughs> Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike gets swollen dome. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. It really, it has been an incredible day so far, and it's really only half over because mm-hmm. we got uh, night one in the NBA. We'll get into the defending champion Bucks victory over the Nets, the new look Lakers. At it against Golden State right now. Keep it right here. Everything you need and more on a big, big night in sports. And maybe a little bit of Beltran, but maybe, but maybe not. But maybe a little bit, but maybe not. Uh, That's coming up next. Keep it right here. Jason and Mike, you are listening to Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! Right now, Houston and Boston tied 2-2 in the bottom of the eighth. Oh, boy, things are getting interesting. Lakers at halftime with the lead over the Golden State Warriors, 48-43. We'll have more on these games in a bit, but maybe this has given you a clue. We've talked about it the last hour. Rock and roll icon. Second visit to the show that he's had with us. We'll bring up the first visit in a couple of minutes, but joining us now on the hotline, the man is extremely busy. The first 21. Brand new book out about the first 21 years of his rock and roll life. The new hit 6 a.m. album coming out, and also the new starting quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks. It is Nikki Six <laughs> joining us now on the hotline. Nikki, what's happening, man? I like that last part. I like that last part. Um, how's things going, man? Thanks for having me on. Dude, things are great. Look, look you're doing better than me because I'm a Jets fan. At least you've won a couple of games, so I, I'm in a little more trouble than you are. Uh, are you talking about over the last decade or this season? Uh, it's a long story, Nicky. He, he's got a Super Bowl oh, back uh, when he was born. <laughs> So, Listen, I was a Minnesota Vikings fan as a young as a young uh, boy. My mom was friends Carl Eller and Alan Page. So, like those guys were monsters. They would carry me around on their shoulders, and um, you know they were like the, the guys. That was like my 
that was my team because like I could see these these huge monsters and the you know the purple people leaders were animals destroyed everybody and influenced me even to the play I play rock and roll and the stripes under my eyes so I was a Minnesota Vikings fan for a long time and um, I would take a beating from my band like we'd go to Minnesota and I'd like always get a Vikings jersey and like maybe wear it for the encore and one day one day somebody goes to me man why are Vikings fan, like we're we're from like Minnesota and we're not even Vikings fans. I was like, oh man. <laughs> well, you got Alan Page who goes on to become a judge. I mean, part of the book you're talking about some of the trouble you got in as a youth. I mean, what would the the honorable Alan Page think about all that, Nikki? Oh my God, can you imagine if he's like, okay, next up, Nikki Six. Wait, I know you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, man, life's a trip. But, um, yeah, I'm, you know, I love football. And, and uh, it's funny, like, throughout the years, no one's ever connected those two black stripes that I wear under my eyes as uh, to football. And that was, like, football was so important to me, especially when I was, like, a young kid in junior high and, and stuff and playing football. And we talk a lot about that in the book. But, um, yeah, that's, it's interesting, right? No one's ever connected that. They're always like, that's, that's like, part of his look. And I was like, I guess it is, you know. Yeah, I no, I just thought that like, hey, that's rock and roll, right? But but you you were yeah. doing that because of, because of football. I was doing it because of football. I love football, and and I I uh, we were playing the uh, we just had Too Fast for Love uh, released on our own record label. We were playing new. We were playing. I think it was New Year's Eve uh, at the Santa Monica Civic. My favorite band of all time is Aerosmith. Joe Perry at the time is not in Aerosmith. And he, somehow we knew somebody that knew him and he's backstage. And I'm like getting ready to go on stage and our band is like blowing up in LA. Still don't have a record deal, but we didn't care. It was like we were doing 2,000, 3,000 seats, tickets a night. And I, I remember I put those stripes under my eyes just like randomly they were like five minutes to show and i just put them on and i looked in the mirror and i was like well that looks cool and i turned around and joe perry just goes that's cool and i was like well that's it <laughs> <laughs> never change it after that right that becomes the, no the lucky charm absolutely wow. that and it, people are fearful that you're going to be a linebacker and run through them so that helps too well you know i did I'm pretty big, and uh, but I was a, I was a defensive uh, defensive tackle. I love that position. Yeah, you, you know, you talk a lot in the book about how much you like contact and fighting and everything. And I'm saying to myself, boy, if Joe Perry had said that didn't look cool, maybe you've been in the NFL for a long time, and now you're writing a book about <laughs> your NFL career. My body would be in the same uh, damaged state. <laughs> Literally, uh, both rotators. You know, people are like, "So what? You know, what happened?" And I'm like, "You know, I had my rot- I tore my rotators off." And like, "Oh, I'm sorry to hear that." I'm like, how did that happen? I go breaking guitars. They go, "Oh, that's cool then." So it's like, you know, I've had blown out knees shoulders the the whole thing you know I mean, heavy metal and hard rock is is uh is con- is a contact sport it's it's how you do it uh then we had alternative and they stared at their shoes those guys <laughs> those guys will be playing forever like they they might have like maybe a back problem from hunching forward being bored 
<laughs> yeah, I know. And you, and you you talked about how you know you got to get ready and in shape for the next tour and everything, and get ready because yeah. you got a big one coming. And like, what is like? I, I know I'm saying to myself, what does a rock and roll getting in shape workout look like? Because I know what what it is in my mind, but I'm sure it's a lot different than what you actually have to do to get in shape to go on tour. Yeah, and that's like why I wrote that first chapter in the book before we flash back to like when you know like my early years is because I wanted people to kind of understand that. Whatever you do, you have to apply yourself 100% to it. And at this point, I've been in the game for 40 years. I got young guys breathing down my neck that want to take my crown. I got my peers that I'm in direct competition with. In some cases, like with Def Leppard, like we support each other. We're doing a stadium tour together. But like when it gets down to the nitty gritty, like we both want to come out victorious. And what happens is the fans went out. Well, if I went, went out, if I don't, get myself in shape, if I don't have my cardio up, I don't have my diet in place, so I don't train for what I have to do on stage for ninety minutes, I'm gonna you know, I'm gonna peter out halfway through and the guy who, you know, bought front row tickets, like, you know, he's like that used to be my band man, they let me down. So I feel a response I feel responsible to to the fans in that case. And it, and it pushes me, you know, to, to every year have to work harder because the older I get, the harder it is, the more I have to put into it. And uh, I want to stay in the game. You know, I want to, I want to be on stage and be, and be having a good time. Not like, you know, looking for, uh, you know, oxygen. Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on the hotline with us. Nikki Six, 6 a.m., The Hits comes out October 22nd, and he's got his new memoir, The First 21, How I Became Nikki Six. Last time I saw you, Nikki, you were uh, a part of an all-star festival doing ACDC songs with Dean Del Rey and, oh, and guy yeah. Steve Gorman and everything. And so it was good to see you again. We remember you from the hallways and all of the, uh, the crazy stories that we'd have from people walking the halls. Of, you know, in our building there in Sherman Oaks. <laughs> yeah, that was great, man. I, I love that. I had that radio show for, for eight years, and, and it was a blast. Um, and, and I would see, like, you know, all these, you know, sports guys, like, walking by, and I'm like, how do I get that? How do I get that guy? And I remember one time I saw Terry Bradshaw, like, saunder out of the out of your uh, studio. And I was like, uh, I'll be right back. I'm just going to get some coffee. And I like <laughs> beelined it. I beelined it. And I almost got him in my studio too. I think if you just, if you point Terry in the right direction, he might just go there. Wander you know? in, sure. <laughs> yes, Wander so- in. What a great, what a great guy. If I could circle back, you know, talking about getting in shape, is that one of the biggest pieces of advice you'd give your uh, under-21 self in terms of physical fitness, you know, and making sure that you're taking care of that when you're touring? Yeah, I mean, I think that when you're 21, like a bottle of Jack Daniels is, like, equal to, like, you know, an hour on a, on a uh, elliptical. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it's a little different, different kind of fuel back then. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, I got to be honest with you, because when you had the radio show here, we, we, we get to see you. When you stopped doing the show, your throne was still in the studio for a long time. And I love that throne. And I, I, I got to say, 
I did find a way to get and get a picture of me sitting in it. But I also tried to find a way to get it so I could. Keep yeah, it. no, I was fighting it for that. Yeah. <laughs> I said, if he doesn't come back for this thing, what, what, what's the what's the statute on this? A month, two months? Can I have a truck come and take? And I want Nikki Six's throne in my house, but I could never figure it out inside. So I don't I don't know what happened to it. Do you still do? You, did you get it? Did you have the throne? Uh, Scott Bruschetta, friend of mine uh, from Big Machine uh, Label Group in Nashville, like loved those things. And he said, man, I want those. I go, if you can figure out how to get them out of the door. Yeah, I mean, because those things <laughs> barely fit in. They were huge. <laughs> um, and, uh, and so now they're living in Nashville in his, in his man cave. Um, so... Yeah, they're 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 in a good place there, but we all had a lot of fun with them. That was one of my favorite things. I'd like go meet whoever it would be, Ozzy, Courtney Love, you know, any of the different musicians. And we'd walk we'd walk down the hallway, walk past you guys, and then I would sit down in the throne, and they would sit in one throne, and we would talk for like thirty minutes. So they would just be relaxed, and then I'd say, Hey, why don't you just like go on the mic, and then. That's how I got people to really open up. And the throne and the whole environment of that studio was to make it feel more like home or like a, a rock and roll din or something. It really, it, it really did help. Maybe you guys could have used it with some of the athletes that wouldn't open up. Oh, oh no, there's certainly some stuff. that, uh, you know, four or five word answers. Yep. <laughs> nope. All right, uh, yeah, now moving I, on. <laughs> I, no, no, I've, 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 inter- I've never, like, I interviewed this young man. I don't know, it doesn't even matter. I can't tell you the name. I was like, so, blah, 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 blah. Guy goes, yeah. And I was like, okay, so your record went number one. Yeah. I was like, I'm like tapping my producer going, end the interview, end the interview. Hey, let's play one of your songs. And now we, you know, the interview is now six minutes and 32 seconds. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Nikki Six, our guest here, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Now, now your book, uh, The First 21, one of the stories I love the most that you have in it is how you came up with your name. And that yeah. there's a guy out there who was like, oh, wait a minute, because you, you kind of <laughs> took Nikki Six from – now, it went through some iterations, right? You were Nikki London, yeah. then you were Nikki Nine, and you, now you're – Yeah. How, how did that all happen that you got to Nikki Six? Well, I was in this band that was, like, really starting to blow up in Los Angeles called London. And uh, I I was Nikki London of London – and, and I remember having this conversation with uh, Lizzie Gray, the guitar player, and the drummer, uh, Dane Rage. And I said, you know, unless you guys all want to be London, like Lizzie London, Dane like the Ramones, oh, I yes. go, then I need to change my name because I didn't want it to be like, I'm a team player. I probably get that from playing football. Like, I have my position on the team. I'm the bass player. I'm the songwriter. I'm the lyricist. Um, I have a posi- position. It's not my band. So um, I was looking for another name. I really liked Nikki Nine, and I really liked punk rock, and I thought it sounded kind of, you know, cool. And, and I started dating this girl who had gone out with this guy from another band in Orange County uh, named Nikki Six. I remember going through her scrapbook, and she came home from work. Of course, I didn't work. She came home from work. Uh, you know, another star, another starving musician, and. Um, I said, hey, um, I'm going to be Nikki Six now. And she goes, you can't be that. That's somebody else's name. And, I, and then I kind of made the, the joke of, 
well, I can seal his girlfriend, I can seal his name. And, you know, I thought it was funny, and then it actually, like, became true, you know? <laughs> so she's walking around going, I dated two guys named Nikki Six. <laughs> oh, wow, I never even thought of that. Side. that, 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 that that's really dark. <laughs> Uh, I mean, yeah, what what are the odds? I mean, Jason's got the surname of Smith. That could certainly happen. Yeah, but, but I mean, you know, yeah. six. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the, the first exactly. one spelled it with a Y. The second one had two X's, and the first one yeah. had one X. It was all like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's an insane story. Uh, you know, you know I, I, I enjoyed this book because I wanted to show people stuff like that and also digging into old family photos and stuff and finding stuff that – you know, in a lot in a lot of cases, people are just like uh, their books or their story is like that. You know, they were they started out and they played guitar a little bit. Now they're like doing twenty nights at the Madison Square Garden, and or they're like the MVP player. You know, every every single game for the whole season or whatever the ridiculous uh, idea is. But I wanted to show the work that is involved in being an artist and being a band and the kind of authors that I read, the kind of lyricists that inspired me, the type of music that um, I, I took little pieces of each one. I took pieces of Queen and T-Rex, but also Black Sabbath, but also the Sex Pistols and Cheap Trick. And, and you kind of see like the recipe for success through this work ethic that I learned working on the farm as a kid and watching my grandfather, my grandmother and grandfather raised me and he got up every day at five o'clock, made a pot of coffee, um, put it in the thermos, drove to work in his pickup truck and came home at like eight or nine o'clock at night, probably just ridiculously tired, never complained. And what I learned young was work hard, never complain. So whether I was playing sports or playing heavy metal, that's like how I like apply myself. And it's kind of been like going back and looking at my younger years that I saw that those things, I learned them very early, not in a, a, a for, for musical reasons, but just for like, that's how you do your life. And if you want to be successful, that's how you have to apply yourself in, in anything. So let me ask that. So you come to Los Angeles, you got a guitar, cassettes, your your clothes, and now now you're going through the the jobs and just trying to you know keep the lights on and and, and a roof over your head. Uh, worst job that maybe inspired some lyrics for you? Oh God, worst job inspired lyrics. I think they all inspired some kind of angst for sure. But we had this. We had uh, me and and Lizzie and Dane. We we're in the span London. Ad, answered an ad in the Recycler magazine, and it was basically we. It was a place on Sunset Boulevard, and we were all in these cubicles, and you would cold call businesses, and you would sell them fluorescent lights, right? And it was it was like a cold call, and if you could get one, like you could maybe eat eat that week. So you know, get one order. One day, my guitar player goes. Why are we working for these guys? Why don't we start our own company? So we literally started our own company, General Electric Lighting. We had a logo made. We had a bank account. And we got some old, shoddy, used fluorescent tubes. And we started making cold calls. And what we did was we'd go out and take the old fluorescent tubes, put them up in the grocery store, take their used ones down, put them back in a box, 
and then resell them to somebody else. <laughs> Under the name of General Electric. I love it. <laughs> General Electric Lighting. There was a slight difference there, you know. Uh, I mean, you know, now we'd probably go to jail. But, oh, sure. you know, back then. But, you know, the thing was, like, we did a lot of, like, that kind of dumb stuff. But it was all for the, the reason of paying for rehearsal, getting posters to promote yourself, uh, being able to get a bigger drum riser than anybody else on the strip, getting stage clothes, gas to get to the gig, how to eat. You know, so we were hustling and working really hard. And um, I think you find that in whether it's athletes or musicians or actors. It's the ones that work harder than anybody else and are willing to do any type of job to get to their dream that are gonna gonna be the most successful in their field. He's on Twitter at Nikki Six. That is at Nikki Six. The first twenty one is here. The journey of the first twenty one years of his life available as a hardback ebook, audio book, available at your local or digital retailer. Also the hits coming out as well. And don't forget, hey, the big tour you have coming up. I just want to say this. I, I have this one bit of advice for you for your tour coming up. Uh, bumpers around the stage. I think bumpers around the stage you need so everybody can stay on the stage. Okay? I think you need, you need that. <laughs> well, you know, I know I called Vince up after, he, after I saw he fall off the stage. And we laughed about how many times we've both fallen off the stage, and sometimes at the same time. So I think the bumper idea is pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> Nikki, as always, buddy, we love talking to you, man. Enjoy. We'll talk right. to you soon. Have fun. Thank we'll you We'll see so you on much. tour. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Nikki. Thanks, guys. Oh, that was incredible. That was awesome. You talk about a rock and roll guy bringing his A game. I that was some kind of stuff. General Electric. I can't get over General that. Electric lighting. <laughs> I re, we recycled the light bulbs. Holy crap! It's like we could have done another three hours of this. Yeah. Like I'm, I wrote down like ten other questions yeah. that oh, like man. all right, let's see where he wants to go with this. Just I, so much fun, so I much like fun to said, catch up. You know, we'd probably go to jail. No, you still could go to jail now. <laughs> no. Nah, Statute of limitations is up on those. <laughs> General Electric Light. I love that. Oh now I got to go goodness. find what the logo was that they were oh, using. It was their- a light bulb, right? It was a light bulb, like a double filament, not a single filament, like a double filament light bulb. Uh, again, his book, The First 21, is here. First 21 years of his rock and roll life. Some phenomenal stuff in there. Stories about bands, how we got to L.A. Uh, Nikki Six, <laughs> one of the best interviews in rock and roll. Phenomenal stuff. If you missed any of the interview, we're going to post it up uh, at the Fox Sports Radio Twitter account later on. It'll be available in our best of at night. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, it is there. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Joining us now, though, for a breakdown of what's heading on in the wide world of sports as we're in the second half at Staples Center, it's Ralph Irvin with what's trending what do you got all right uh, a little bit of activity going on at fenway america's favorite second baseman that would be jose altuve just doing damage again he another postseason home run a solo shot and boston and houston are tied at two in the top of the ninth inning on the mound for the red sox nathan avaldi coming into pitch His first uh, batter that he faced, Carlos Correa, took him to the wall for a double. Uh, He's walked a batter, but that's otherwise two outs, two on for Houston, top of the ninth inning. It's still tied at two. Earlier in the day, the Dodgers with a four-run eighth inning. 
They come back and beat Atlanta 6-5. to The Braves still lead the National League Championship Series two games to one. You talk about what's going on at Staples Center. It is opening night of the NBA. The Lakers have opened up a 68-61 lead over Golden State, 7-51 to play in the third quarter. 22 points for Anthony Davis, another 20 for LeBron James. And it is a 3-2 lead right now for Boston as I send it back to Jason Smith and Mike Harmon. Oh, things a bunch all right. Maybe we stop doing sports, Mike, and just do rock and roll interviews. Maybe, maybe we just I, well, do that. I've, I've actually got a list. I, I think <laughs> there are plenty. Look, they're all sports fans, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, look, let's talk to Lee and, uh, like, when guys start announcing tours and women start announcing tours, figure out the fandom and start getting those requests <laughs> when they come to your town. How to, how if you played football, my body would be in the exact same shape it is right now. <laughs> well, you know, taking care of yourself. Well, the bottle of Jack was insane. Oh, my God. So yes. good. Oh, yeah. I tell you what, there's not many guys that can talk like Nikki Six. Again, the book, The First 21, is here. It's out. Pick it up. It is fantastic. 877-99 on Fox is the phone number. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Coming up next, we get back into the biggest story of the night sports-wise. How can you not be romantic about what we're going to bring up next? This is Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich Tires. 
They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Joining us now on the hotline to break it all down. Very excited to begin this eight-month run of at least once a week talking NBA with this guy. He's on Twitter, at Rick Buecher. That is at Rick Buecher, the aforementioned Rick Buecher, who now is in a tough spot because he went on and on how much he loved Russell Westbrook to the Lakers and how much it was going to work and they were going to win the championship. And now after night one is a little bit difficult. What's happening, Rick? <laughs> uh, did you have somebody, did you have a body double that stepped in for me and, uh, and, and, and hit a few spots since the last time we spoke? Because I don't recall going that direction with Russell Westbrook and the Lakers. But, you know. uh, so, listen, look, I, I know look, we, we, we've talked about this and Westbrook coming to the Lakers, and you, you, you've, you've laid out many reasons why look, you, you didn't like how this is going to work. And I get yep. that it's going to be a work in progress, and I get that, and I get the first you know 15 games aren't going to be great, but watching the game tonight and watching Russell Westbrook stand on the wing waiting for the basketball, it, that's not using Russell Westbrook the way that you should be using Russell Westbrook. That, that was the most shocking part of tonight to me. Yeah, I think what's difficult is you, you either have to play through Russ or you're not going to get the best out of Russ. And the, and, and the problem with that is that means LeBron has to play through Russ. And LeBron is used to playing a LeBron-centric game. And then you've got everybody who has to get acclimated to the way Russ plays. And Russ plays very fast. In the last few years, he's played rather erratically. And so that would make the runway even longer. I just don't – I mean, this is the problem, is I just don't know that you can go that direction. And if you don't, you're not going to get the best out of Russell Westbrook. But we can talk about the offense all we want, and I do believe that it will get better. But when you give up 121 points to the Golden State Warriors and Steph Curry goes 5 for 21 – uh, and it's a one-possession game going into the final six, seven minutes of the fourth quarter, and you're the veteran team with all the go-to shooters, and you can't get it done because essentially you can't stop the Warriors. 
that to me is the problem they have that I don't see an easy solution to, that I don't see time is going to solve. I just don't see the defenders out there. No matter how good Anthony Davis is, he can't clean up all that he's going to have to clean up with the guys that they have on the perimeter. And I think to me that is, that's my number one issue with the expectations for the Lakers. Do they have offensive firepower? No question. Will they find a way to get more out of Ross and more out of Carmelo? Sure. But I just I don't see how they're going to stop anybody unless they play at a slower pace. And if they play at a slower pace, then then I don't know how you're going to get the best out of Russ Westbrook. So it's it's a conundrum. But I just, you know, seeing the pieces out there in the final, you know, four or five minutes of the game and I'm watching them and I'm thinking, okay, it's not flowing now, but how would it flow? Like, how would you get everybody involved? you got four guys out there that are used to either having the ball in their hands or being the go-to guy. And you can have an embarrassment of riches, and I feel as if that's what they have. They have too many guys who are used to being the guy. And uh, in closing a game, it it has to be better defined in terms of who's your go-to guy, what are the other guys going to do to try to create a shot for that guy, and where are they going to be if he gets double-teamed or shut down? And I, that's, that is a, a Rubik's Cube that, uh, that Frank Vogel has to figure out. But I'm, I'm going to go back to the same thing. Defensively is where I see the greatest issues with the Lakers, and I don't know how they're going to resolve them. Well, especially when Steph Curry doles out his first triple-double in five years. I mean, come on. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. That, you know what? I, I heard that advertised. He got his first double, triple-double since 2016. And, and I'm thinking, yeah, and he had maybe his worst shooting night yeah. since I don't know when. So, uh, and, and, you know, that's the other thing on the other side of the equation. Like, everybody is used to the run that Steph went on last year, and everybody's assuming, well, Steph's going to do that again, and you're going to add Jordan Poole, and eventually you're going to get Clay Thompson back, and you're going to have James Moody and Jonathan Kaminga and all that. And it's like, okay, but what if Steph can't replicate the crazy season that he had last year because it was so crazy? Uh, I, I don't put it past him that he could, but I also don't think it's a guarantee that, that he can be as uh, just the degree of difficulty shots that he was making on a regular basis last year. I mean, that, that, is, that is not easy, and it's not as if they were doubling him and tripling him and giving him a ton of attention tonight. He was in, in one-on-one situations. He was, he was being pressured, and he was having to ha- take high degree of difficulty shots, and they were not going down. Rick Bucher, our guest, the Jason Smith, here with Mike Harmon live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. All right, so with the Lakers losing like this, they fall to 0-1, clearly a work in progress. The Bucks win. To nobody's surprise, the defending champs beat the Nets 127-104. Uh, yeah. What did you see out of the Nets tonight? Because, you know, KD had a nice night, but Harden had 20, and they were never really in this game. I like to think the Nets are going to be okay when they figure it out without the the Kyrie situation hanging over them, but can you really get past the Kyrie situation hanging over them with what's going on right now? I I believe that they can. Uh you know, they they I have a a greater belief that they can find a rhythm and make those pieces uh work. I mean, let's face it. They were playing the defending champs who 
uh, are are their stars are in their prime, and Giannis Antetokounmpo is going to be a problem because he picked up right where he left off in the finals, and no doubt playing at home, uh, hearing all about the Nets being the favorites, they they had the advantage of having far more motivation in this game than the Nets did. Um, I, I don't think the Nets played that badly. I think they just played against a better, more motivated team, clearly in hustle points, in terms of just effort. Milwaukee won that battle. But what really impressed me, and what I don't know that anybody has an answer for, I mean, the, the Nets at one point were like experimenting, let's have James Harden guard him because – we know that Claxton, none of the other usual suspects can. We might as well let's let's just throw something against the wall and see if it sticks. And Giannis's patience and awareness and just confidence taking the mid range. I, I I was completely impressed with that he picked up right where he left off, and I don't expect there to be any drop-off there. Um, and, and they did all this, keep in mind, they did all this with Drew Holiday going out fairly early and having to play George Hill for a good stretch and not having Bobby Portis, not having Dante DiVincenzo back yet. Uh, it, it was, I'm not going to, I'm rather not focused on the Nets because I think they'll just be fine. But the Milwaukee Bucks let everybody know, hey, we're defending champions for a reason and we have a chance of being even better than we were last year. All right, I need you to clear something up. Uh, conflicting reports. Did he take his ball and go home, or didn't he? Ben Simmons kicked out of practice, <laughs> big fine, a yeah. uh, untenable situation. Now that we're into the regular season, uh, just went off the charts for Doc Rivers and company. Yeah, it, it, um, if, there, if you wanted to do a primer on how not to get traded, I think Ben Simmons is writing the book before our very eyes. I mean, if, if you look at other guys who have demanded trades and, and, and wanted to go someplace, I mean, James Harden did it, Russell Westbrook did it, uh, Anthony Davis did it, and they, they managed to get it done in part because Harden still showed up. I mean, Harden let them know during the summer last year that I, I, I don't want to be here. And they didn't get it done before the season started. And he came out and had, what, 44 and 17 in the season opener. And it was like, he let the world know, hey, this is what you could get if you make a deal for, for James Harden. And the Brooklyn Nets stepped up. And oddly enough, the Philadelphia 76ers had a hand in raising the stakes and for Houston to get the you know, the bag that they did for Harden because there were rumors that Daryl Morey wanted to reunite with Harden and that they might be willing to throw something big out there. Ben Simmons not showing up for training camp and then showing up and not wanting to participate, that doesn't exactly get everybody excited about making a deal for, for Ben Simmons, particularly the kind of deal that Daryl Morey is looking for uh, to justify moving a guy who was first-team all-defense the last two years. So it's only created more of an issue in terms of Daryl getting what he feels he needs to get and Ben Simmons going someplace else. And I, I just don't know how this is going to be resolved uh, it, very quickly. Uh, I, I believe that what Philadelphia is going to try to do is they're hoping – 
can we weather this for 15, 20 games? And will there be a team, maybe like the Lakers or some other team that considers itself, a, you know, has a, has a shot at, at winning a, a title this year since it's wide open? Will they suddenly panic and say, you know what, we need to change something up. We need, let's, let's go ahead and make a Ben Simmons trade. That, that to me is the only avenue to Philadelphia getting anything close to what they want. And it's, it's going to be a game of chicken because at some point Philadelphia's got to decide, you know, maybe we just addition by subtraction, we, we move him and we get the most that we can and just keep this, keep this going because it can't be a good feeling to have Ben around and clearly not wanting to be part of the team. It just, it, it was such a bad look in practice, and uh, that's not the vibe that you want to start with if you are seeking a championship run. He's on Twitter, at Rick Buecher. That is at Rick Buecher, Fox Sports 1, NBA analyst. Check out the On the Ball with Rick Buecher podcast as well. Again, on Twitter, at Rick Buecher. Rick, welcome back. Excited to start the season with you, and we'll talk Knicks next time. Sounds good. By the way, guys, (laughs) check out. uh, I'm writing for the app now, the Fox Sports app. There we go. Nice. Nice. Is your Keep first piece on, on, on the Knicks on the Knicks seventy two win season coming up? Is that that it? is coming that is that is coming up next. That's we gotta work on that one. That's okay. gonna take a little policy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Check Rick Buecher out on the app as well. Rick, as always, buddy, appreciate it, man. We'll talk to you next week. Ben Simmons, yo. <laughs> See you, buddy. Hey, we always have to have one story that threads through. Here's the uh, yep. chaos in yep. Philly. Oh my goodness, Ben Simmons! I, I I hate to say I told you so, but I I I, I no, had that don't. solved a month ago, and it didn't happen. I'm Katia Adler, host of the Global Story. Over the last twenty five years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 
Hood. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.